We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 201. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the More Cold and Tsunami Edition. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. But uh... <laughs> I feel like we were on like one of those. That I can't remember the channel that sells everything. Oh, QVC. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 201. And one. Well, I, you know, we, we hit 200, so I don't know. I mean, we've been talking before the podcast. Shira's got an idea. We'll, we'll see if that's going to. I have lots of ideas. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm not very good on the follow through. <laughs> well, it's it's a possible idea. I'm a procrastinator. So. So anyway, uh, this is the more cold. We got another uh, winter blast. I just got back from San Diego where it was 70 degrees in the daytime and 50 degrees at night. So Beautiful. We had snow. Uh, yeah. What happened? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Very, very cold. He, here's the weird thing that I was watching it. Um, honestly, I've got to say I'm kind of surprised there wasn't a winter weather advisory issued. Um, well, let's just say there were two snows while you were gone. The one. Well, Last night, explain. yesterday yes. was just a light snow, but it did cause some some issues, as okay. it you know often does. Didn't get a winter weather advisory out of that. They did in Arkansas. I, I saw that, yeah. But the one, you know, the day after you left was the big. That was a good one. Six to eight inches, you know. So, oh, that's right. It got really. We still intense. wish it had got a winter and storm it, warning for that one, but we didn't. It was perfect snowman building. Snow. That that was so weird because that happened on Saturday, right? I left. Yeah, yeah. I left on Friday, right? And it was great. And, and I told Marilyn, my my travel partner, we we go to uh, San Diego to record, uh, and I thought, well, we're going to miss this. So it's right now the weather service which was Friday, was saying, yeah, maybe what they say, like two inches. They but were all over the place. Well, the models were all over the place. All over the place. Weather service, they were going with the uh, NBM, I believe, which yeah, is the National Blended, blended model. model. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what, and, and, and it never had a whole lot for Branson, ever. Yeah. But uh, some of the other ones did, and, well, you know what happened. We, I mean, the further south you got, you got a little deeper snow. Ridgedale. Eight inches, yeah. But uh, I think Branson got a little more than they were they were thinking we would, which doesn't surprise me though. Well, because I kept looking at, I mean, what I look at all the time is the National Weather Service Springfield forecast grid, and they were not playing this up very very much. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, because like you said, models. What what is it? The GFS was like. 15 one inches. Was 14, and then, 15 inches, and one was half an inch. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they would change every run. They would get a little. That's the problem. They, they, it undershot. You know, it started, it was way overshooting earlier on, but then it undershot closer. And to it the said event. it would end by six, and it was still snowing at 
Seven, eight o'clock at night. It just kept going? Kept yeah. snowing all night. Ten o'clock. See, I, I don't understand that. Um, well, I mean, I do understand it because what people, like the general non-weather people public, the gen, general non-weather public doesn't understand winter weather is... So unpredictable. It's Yeah, I mean, it's so almost impossible. And especially this year, for some reason, this year, they've missed it a f- few times. I've had, I mean, in the past, like... Years ago, I remember one night that we were going to get snow. Like, it was going to snow, and it was going to be a lot. All the models and, and everything, And school yeah. was going to be dismissed, and I was on call for surgery, so I went and slept at the hospital because I couldn't risk being called in and not being able to get there. I have to get there. Mm-hmm. So I slept at the hospital, and he was going to, you know, the kids were going to be out of school. I woke up that morning. And went and looked out the window because I had to be over at the hospital by 6 a.m. Nothing. There was nothing. I mean, nothing. nada. There wasn't a drop, wow. not a flake fell. And I'm calling him like, you got to get the kids up. There's nothing. There's going to have school. And that was one of those where it was like, we were for sure going to get something. And we got nothing. See, that's the weird thing. Mother Nature has her own agenda because we start sounding an alarm. When we see all of the models going, here's what's going to happen. Right. Here's what's going to happen. We're like, this is what's going to The weather service does that. All the local TV stations do that. They're like, here's what's going to happen. And all of a sudden, Mother Nature goes, eh. eh <laughs> now, this one yesterday. We'll save that one. <laughs> yesterday, yeah. I have to say, was kind of spot on to what, you know, Corey was looking at it. And he's like, you know, it's not going to be much. But he's like, this is going to hit. Right when school's letting out, like this is right when the uh, yeah, buses are going to be running. Yeah, Corey texted me in California. So, <laughs> I mean, my thing was, I was like, post something, you know, and I was like, we yeah. need to notify the school board. Like, we need to notify the superintendent. Like, hey, this is looking iffy. We should keep our eye on it. And he made a post saying, you know, this is what it's saying that there's going to be a wintry mix and it could get bad. I had already decided. I told him, I was like, you tell me what the model says in the morning, because it could be totally gone in the morning. Right, yeah. In the like, morning, you look you're at pretty it good. again yeah. in the morning, and I was like, if it's still saying that, I'm going to get the kids. Whether they call school early or not, I'm going to pick up my kids, because I do not want to risk having to try to pick them up during that, or them being on a bus during that. <clears throat> right. So I had already, and I told the kids, I'm like, I'm probably going to pick you up early today. I'm probably going to pick you up sometime before lunch. And so they were prepared for that. And sure enough, the schools called early. They listened to. They called it well, a, a lot earlier than they're I not thought listening they did to call, us. No, but, but they yeah. called it a lot earlier than I thought because well, here's what it was by 10 a.m. we knew the they were going to let out really? early. Okay. They called school <laughs> off or they canceled early without there being a winter weather advisory or that anything. That was what was crazy because I thought, you know what, wild. nothing's going to happen because there's no, I'm like, we're not under a winter weather advisory. Like, watch nothing happen, but I don't care. I'd rather be safe than sorry. But the night before I did get online and I posted, this is going to hit between 2.30 and 3.00, that's, and I'm concerned because that's when school is right now. High school lets out yeah. at 2.30. The snow started at my house at 2.37. It was cool? literally, really? like, yeah. all the kids were home and safe. Our daughter got home. Off because the, they our let high the, schooler gets out at Three and then our two thirty. Then well gets home at three and yeah. then our yeah. little girl gets home at four. four. So they would have been right out in the. Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, like thing really? is, the high school lets out at two thirty, 
and the snow, the wintry mix, like we start hearing it pelting the sidewalk and the windows. Yeah, we got sleet first. Right when his bus would have been on the road. Well, see, I wonder. Right when his bus would have been on the road. I, I mean, I, I, I was just kind of watching radar and kind of watching the... Did it start as rain? Because it was way... It started it's, as drizzle. It was very as light drizzle, drizzle. Then it went to freezing it drizzle? It went to sleet. Pleat. Went to sleet. So we got a the little... The sleet last all of five minutes. And then, and it, then, turned then turned it turned to snow. And at one time it was heavy. Oh, you mean bam. It oh, just yeah, changed. Yeah. And like, I mean, we looked outside and it was like... Okay, thank you, Branson, for calling well, early. Which I would yeah, have had my kids home which anyway. Which was a great but, post. I mean, now... You know, in all fairness, we don't we don't post school closings. That's not what we do. But we, what we can do is post the weather that might help. That might cause school to close. Or that might help them. Help you know, them make, make a good a decision. decision. You know, I mean, ultimately, they, they listen to the officials. I mean, they they shouldn't listen to us. What we do is post what the National Weather Service says. So. If, you know, some people say, well, you got it wrong. Well, no, they got it wrong. We was, just posted it. <laughs> I was relieved. When I saw it and when I helped, when I heard the little sleet hitting the ground. Yeah, the windows, I was like, yeah. I was like, now this was All what, right, like 239? <laughs> I mean, yeah, literally. <laughs> right, I mean, right after school let out, but the kids had been home for a couple of hours already, thank goodness. And within minutes, the sidewalk was completely covered. covered. It looked like, I mean, it was white. Now, last week during the six to eight incher, yeah, the sidewalk never it, got it covered. It took about six or seven hours for the sidewalk to get okay, covered. Okay, now question. Because it was so wet. The, now question. The, the ground was so warm. Yeah, I was going to say, but wasn't the temperature like thirty or thirty-one? I mean, it was just below. I mean, it wasn't like twenty. It was like close to On freezing last Saturday. Yeah, the first round. It got cold. <sighs> it well, was colder than it was supposed to be. Okay, but it, it was, was supposed above, to drop I mean, throughout the day. It was above freezing, I think. Yeah, it was supposed to drop throughout the day, yet. Airport had it at 28. We had it at 31. Now, we did go up a little bit. Okay. I f- yeah, I followed that. In the afternoon. Like, like, yeah, just barely. But yeah. it didn't affect it much. Yeah, because the but uppers. it's almost like, you know, it snowed for over 12 hours straight without stopping. That's insane. And But we still didn't. We could so, still so see the grass that, through the snow, though. It was evaporating Because somehow. it was melting. Mm. Now, I, it, it wasn't like it was a melting well, it, Underneath, because the ground was warm, because so he didn't it was have puddles of water. dripping water or anything. It was almost like it was evaporating as it hit the ground. Well, the, the problem again, I wasn't here. I was watching it from afar, <laughs> from a West Coast perspective. But didn't it kind of snow and then rain mix in, which would quell that, and then go back to snow and then rain? I mean, no. wasn't it? It wasn't. It wasn't. It, was it started as snow at six a.m. It never it's rained. Really, it wasn't supposed to start snowing until afternoon. Now, that's what the, the National Weather Service grid was talking about. It's that's like, because the, the temperature timeline. was supposed to be up there, but it was never up there. It was down 28, and it never... And I noticed that the temperature... Even when it was 33, 34, it was still coming out. Yeah, but the high temperature, they kept saying, it, it kept moving yeah, all over right, the place. Right. It's like, oh, it's supposed to be 39. It's like, well, it's not going to do anything if it's going to 39. Remember we talked about the ratio, the water... To, Snow ratio, yeah. yeah. And, you know... This was wait. I got to give you that. Yeah, thank you. This snow ratio. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> this was perfect snowman building. I've never built a snowman faster. Okay, because in my day, I you, saw people you sit there that. and you pack and you pack and it takes well, forever. Yeah. Well, this was so wet, like you literally could roll balls up. Like I mean, I just started rolling and it just rolled and it all stuck together. So what would you say the ratio? Like like five one or four one? I think it was wetter than five one. Really? No, I would say it was eight one. Oh really? So just a little bit. 
Now, now, ten to ten one, one is normal. Because you ten couldn't one. sled. It wasn't good sledding snow. Well, no, that would be like fifteen or twenty. Yeah, to it one. was yeah. not good sledding. We tried. to It sled may have been a little more than eight one because when I went out on my back porch, and when I walked into my little rock garden, it was white. Yeah, but, but it wet. felt like I was sloshing in puddles of water. That's what it sounded. That's like. That's what the snow felt like too. Well, us out playing well, in the like, snow. That's like a low snow ratio. So it may have been even yeah. lower. Than that. So yeah. like when we were out playing in it, like we were soaked within just a few minutes, and like your gloves are soaked, and everything was wet. It wasn't. It was a wet snow. That was so a low snow ratio. It was yeah. great for building snowmen, but not good for playing in because we were so wet and cold that <laughs> I mean we had to. Well, go it was in. supposed to be raining, and it was so still snowing. That's what I was thinking. You get to rain with still being snow, basically. Yeah. Now, to our uh, non-weather public that we uh, that listen to us, uh, when we talk about a snow ratio, a snow ratio is the actual quality of the snow uh, in a ten to one ratio, which would indicate ten inches of snow would melt into one inch of water. So. A low snow ratio would be five inches of snow would melt into one inch of water, which means the snow would be wetter. Now, what we had uh, two snows or two or three snows ago was that really fine powdery. I think Garen was here on that, which we had a very high snow ratio of 15 to 20, which is that powder. And that's what the skiers love. They love that that high snow ratio snow. So I, that's what I'm thinking is if... if if you were like able to just roll up a snowman yeah, and your gloves were wet, that seems to be more of like a five or six to one ratio to and me. We still had, as of this afternoon, we had one little ball the, oh, yes, of the, <laughs> the bottom of the snowman still packed together because it's so cold and it's all packed right. together. Totally no snow around it, all grass, and there's just one this ball of snow <laughs> that's surviving in our backyard. Well, I, I got to mention, we are recording this on Thursday, January 20th, and uh, like I said, I got back last night at midnight. I mean, I want to talk more about the, 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 the most recent little snow thing, but... Um, I was looking at Marilyn going, you know, I'm seeing all these things in our road conditions group that were just like, you know, Armageddon and ice all over the place. It's like, oh, we're not going to get home. I just want to get home. Well, there was really nothing in Springfield except a wind of like 600 miles an hour. Yeah, My they didn't gosh. get any of that stuff we got yesterday. No, nothing. And I thought, okay, we're good. And I, and I didn't even see signs of any type of inclement weather until I got to the exit in Branson. Yeah. Even coming up to Branson, I was like, well, that could be some white. I mean, this is 1130 at night. But <laughs> but yeah, just looking. And then I will say, though, the main roads were fine, but Maryland lives like in a little subdivision. Once I hit that subdivision, it was a little dicey. I mean, it was, what, there were still, 11 degrees. It was they cold. school today because there were still some of the back roads and stuff. Yeah, the I, I would that see were still that. Covered. I would see that. I mean, it was heavily salted, heavily gone through. I could see the ruts and stuff. But when I drove over it in her subdivision, it was, it was just crunching. And I thought, well, that's weird. And I think it's that little, what, that sleet or whatever that mm-hmm. kind it wasn't much. And... I think both of us were saying it's not going to be much, but in winter, it doesn't take much. You could get five hundredths of an, of an inch of ice, like five hundredths, and the whole town will shut down, you know, if, if the road crews don't go out. Uh, but once I get out of her subdivision, you know, I live towards the cemetery in Branson. 
all the roads are fine. I thought, okay, that's good. So that's why I made that post that said, okay, well, I came in town. We're good. I mean, but the less traveled, less treated side roads that the sun has not hit, they're going to be a little dicey. Just go slow. I went slow, practiced it, practiced it. Is that a word? Practiced it. I don't think so. No. I'm going to. Nice try, though. There, I'll give myself a dig. I practiced it. I practiced it my (laughs) uh, safe winter driving. You get on that stuff, just go slow. And I had absolutely no problems whatsoever. So, uh, yeah, okay. So now let's talk about yesterday, the, the most recent snow event. Like you said, Springfield got nothing. Did it come down pretty hard here? For a very uh, short time. Yeah, very short Okay, it was a very brief uh, yeah. event then. I mean, if it, and that's what covered the sidewalk. If that had continued, uh, we would have been in trouble. Oof. But it was just a brief. It took a while for the roads to get bad. Like, people were reporting they were doing fine. But yeah. It was a, and it was an hour or two into it that the roads actually started getting bad. When, well, it, started, when it turned to snow. Right, but it wasn't was it like thirty-five or? I mean, it was yeah, way above freezing it wasn't super until cold. that cold front came through, and then once it got below freezing, then stuff started really right. happening. Then right. we were thirty-two point three or four. Oh man! At three right o'clock. Oh wow! So right up up there. Right, and it was coming down pretty quickly. Rain or snow. No. The oh, temperature the was coming. The, temperature. Oh, the, temp- <laughs> the sun. The sun was coming. Down. The sun was coming down fast. Wait a minute. The sun. We're getting. The days are getting a lot longer now. We have a sign on our uh, on our porch that says, uh, "Porch." I think it says, "Welcome to our porch." And it was yeah, just <laughs> hitting the wall. Kaboom! 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 I was like, "Man, I gotta go take that down or secure it somehow." Yeah. Because the wind was just blowing it crazy. Oh, so we got a lot of wind then. Yeah. When that. Yeah, when it when it first the started coming through, oh my gosh! We well, still had our inner we still had our inner tubes out from sledding, and they were blowing oh. off the porch. I'm like, we gotta go put those up. Okay, well now the the the, the, the snow before this one, it snowed a lot, but then it got like what sixty one point two degrees or something. Did it, it just all melted? Right? I mean, I, through a couple of days, it just melted. Yeah, yeah. And then we have this. This this is really weird weather. You know, I I, I got to back up a little bit. I mean, when I was flying. To San Diego, uh, which was last Friday. Yeah, last Friday when I left. Um, I landed in Denver. I mean, we go Springfield to Denver, then Denver to San Diego. <laughs> I texted Corey. Uh, the captain came on before we landed in Denver and said, Yeah, it's probably going to be a little rough going in. The winds are gusting to 48 miles an hour. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And this was like the little plane, not a puddle jumper, but a little one where there's one seat on the left side and two seats on the right side. You know what I mean? And the the engines are in the back. It it was a little rough, but once we landed and pulled into our uh what I call the sparking pot instead of the parking spot, I could see banners on the side of the airport just flying and i'm like and the wind was pushing and rocking the airplane we were stopped and braked and i thought oh my gosh and denver is one of those that the the gate that we stopped at was what they call an outdoor gate so we got had to get off of the plane stand in the 48 mile an hour wind gust which was snowing pick up our stuff and then go in i mean that was insane totally totally insane but well, the thing I want to express to all of our listeners and all of our Facebook people who read this, you know, 
Things change fast in winter. The forecast, and especially this winter, changes very quickly. I mean, I think at the beginning of last week, they were not calling for anything for last weekend. They were saying partly cloudy. Most, I yeah, mean, it came on quick. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the models are like, oh, wait a minute, we're going to do this. And then you have to follow the trend, and then you get there. And that's kind of what happened to this, too. And it's almost impossible to really get an accurate forecast two or three days in advance just because it's this is changing so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, is this La Nina? I mean, La Nina's – because we're, it's, we're trying to warm up. You, you can tell that because we get the cold snap – and then it'll warm up, and then we get another cold snap. It's I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen. Honestly, to me, I haven't seen many effects of La Nina yet this year. Really? Right now, um, the the outlooks have us drier and uh, colder for the next. Oh, I eight saw that. Fourteen days. Yeah, the, like the last half of. Yeah. Of, yeah. I mean, so. now, now a couple a week or two ago. I think we were seeing the effects because they were having that tornado outbreak in the southern states. Right. That's kind of typical. But they've calmed down now. And now we're just kind of like, eh. And I see cold chunks on the Canadian and the GFS and the Euro. They, they, they're they wanting to come down, but they don't make it very far. Mm-hmm. They come down and then they kind of go to the eastern seaboard. So eh, not sure if that's La Nina. I mean, I don't know. You just have to... Take La Nina and all these other things to to go into effect, but um, we might. I mean, I'm just looking at models right now, but yeah. there's a couple of interesting areas that I'm looking at. We'll see. Kind of looks La Nina-ish to me. Okay, I like that, but uh, especially yeah, if it's warmer. That's way <laughs> far away. Yeah. Okay. And then here, here's something that the GFS is saying, and I got to tell you because I really have almost zero confidence on it, but. Hour 378. See, that's one of the things I was talking about. Oh, oh, it was? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, go talk about it a little bit. No, you go ahead. Well, we could get it. Does, and we don't know what it's going to be. It looks maybe not I don't think wintry it's to me. Well, as of right now. To our north, it could be. I'm significant ice be, storm or. Severe. <laughs> um, what run you're looking at. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I looked at the one at 5.30. That's when I was making this. And it looked like, oh, there could be some severe weather. That's what I was looking at. Okay. Just, just basically kind of to our south. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's 378 hours out. So that's, what, two and a half weeks? I can stay up. We, I mean, that's not We can stay up that <laughs> We can stay up that long, right? Well, I, th- I think we can. <laughs> Cher won't like that, but... Uh, no, I can almost guarantee that that is not going to happen. So, um, well, the the longer range, uh, we're kind of stuck in this pattern, like you said. It, it's we're going to warm up again. I mean, this week, I mean, it's really cold right now. Thursday last night, I think what was the low like eleven, eleven point two or something? Or yeah, it's going to be cooler than that tonight. I think. Yeah, yeah. Today I, we didn't make it above freezing today. We didn't make it, it on the twenties. Cold up there. Oh, and then like tonight is going to be even colder. Then a slow warm up, and then we'll be at like fifty something on what Sunday. When, or? when I got to your house, it was seventeen about an hour ago. Yeah, we're down to twelve point seven now. Twelve point seven. That's our Stormdar weather station. You know what I bet it is? I bet the skies have cleared and the winds yeah. have stopped. The skies have definitely cleared, 
But the winds are coming in at a mind-boggling 0.0 miles per hour. So oh, yes, my gosh. That is calm. Uh, yeah, that's pretty... Well, that'll, that's, cool, that'll cool it off fast. Yeah, and that's another weather word we had a long time ago called radiational cooling. You know what that means, Shara? No. Okay. <laughs> radiational cooling. Any heat that the sun was able to provide the earth today is going to be escaped. It, it will escape right up in the atmosphere. What would cause it not to escape? Ooh. What would cause it to stay warm? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're making sure it work. Sun? No. No, 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 no. This is the sun's gone. It's nighttime. Oh, okay. Say we had the sun out during the day. It warmed us up a little bit. What would keep that warmth in overnight? What would what would layer it? What would blanket it in? What would trap that heat in? It's crazy, I know. <laughs> Brando's over here making today is no. Man. I'm telling. Tonight, I'm trying to give tonight you. Tonight is very cold. I can't understand tonight you. is very cold, and this did not happen. This sun, is, the, the heat escaped. Because it's very clear outside. So what would keep... Clouds? The... Yeah. <laughs> yay! 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 Only because Rando signed it to me. No. It's because... Oh. You're busy. We're looking for fun facts, aren't you? No. <laughs> I'm playing Wordle. Don't start with the Wordle thing. Because that's something else I would... My mother will... God, I can read the uh, a, sign language alphabet time. or I wouldn't have got that right. <laughs> Okay, I think it's time to get to the weather school. <laughs> anyway, we haven't had this weather school in quite a while, uh, but uh, this is taking effect along the northern states sometimes, and especially in the northeast with these nor'easters. This week's weather school is about the blizzard. What makes a blizzard? So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. A snowstorm? A blizzard? What's the difference? Oh man, these roads really are slick. I can't see the bumper of the car in front of us. I told you we shouldn't come today. We should have checked Stormdar weather. In the United States, the National Weather Service defines a blizzard as a severe snowstorm characterized by strong winds causing blowing snow that results in low visibilities. The difference between a blizzard and a snowstorm is the strength of the wind, not the amount of snow. To be a blizzard, a snowstorm must have sustained winds or frequent gusts that are greater or equal to 35 miles per hour with blowing or drifting snow which reduces visibility to a quarter mile or less and must last for a prolonged period of time, typically three hours or more. A severe blizzard has winds over 45 miles per hour, near zero visibility, and temperatures of 10 degrees Fahrenheit or lower. In Antarctica, Blizzards are associated with winds spilling over the edge of the ice plateau at an average velocity of 99 miles per hour. A ground blizzard refers to a weather condition where loose snow or ice on the ground is lifted and blown by strong winds. 
The primary difference between a ground blizzard as opposed to a regular blizzard is that in a ground blizzard, no precipitation is produced at the time, but rather all the precipitation is already present in the form of snow or ice at the surface. In the United States, storm systems powerful enough to cause blizzards usually form when the jet stream dips far to the south, allowing cold, dry polar air from the north to clash with warm, humid air moving up from the south. When cold, moist air from the Pacific Ocean moves eastward to the Rocky Mountains and the Great Plains, and warmer, moist air moves north from the Gulf of Mexico, all that is needed is a movement of cold polar air moving south to form potential blizzard conditions that may extend from the Texas Panhandle to the Great Lakes in the Midwest. A blizzard may also be formed when a cold front and a warm front mix together and a blizzard forms at the borderline. Another storm system occurs when a cold core low over the Hudson Bay area in Canada is displaced southward over southeastern Canada, the Great Lakes, and New England. When the rapidly moving cold front collides with warmer air coming north from the Gulf of Mexico, strong surface winds, significant cold air advection, and extensive wintry precipitation occur. So, where did the term blizzard come from? Well, in the 1870s, an Iowa newspaper used the word blizzard to describe a snowstorm. Previously, the term blizzard referred to a cannon shot or a volley of musket fire. By the 1880s, the use of the word blizzard was used by many across the United States and in England. The upper Midwest and Great Plains of the United States tends to be the region that experiences blizzards most often. With few trees or other obstructions to reduce wind and blowing snow, this part of the country is particularly vulnerable to blizzards. However, blizzards can occur in any location that has a climate that experiences snowfall. Northern Arizona can experience blizzard conditions when a strong low-pressure system moves across southern Arizona and high pressure builds strongly into the Great Basin. However, these conditions are rarely met due to the infrequency of strong low-pressure systems moving through the state. Blizzards can create life-threatening conditions. Traveling by automobile can become difficult or even impossible due to whiteout conditions and drifting snow. Whiteout conditions occur most often with major storms that produce a drier, more powdery snow. In this situation, it doesn't even need to be snowing to produce whiteout conditions, as the snow, which is already on the ground, is blown around, reducing the visibility to near zero at times. The strong winds and cold temperatures accompanying blizzards can combine to create another danger. The wind chill factor is the amount of cooling one feels due to the combination of wind and temperature. During blizzards, with the combination of cold temperatures and strong winds, very low wind chill values can occur. It is not uncommon in the Midwest to have wind chills below negative 60 degrees Fahrenheit during blizzard conditions. 
Exposure to such low wind chill values can result in frostbite or hypothermia. Blizzards can also cause a variety of other problems. Power outages can occur due to strong winds and heavy snow. Pipes can freeze and regular fuel sources may be cut off. An example of a blizzard that created a significant economic impact on a large area was the Great Blizzard of 1996. On January 6th through January 8th, 1996, the Northeast was struck by a major blizzard that buried the region under one of the greatest snowfalls of the 20th century. Heavy snow and strong winds caused near-zero visibilities for a prolonged period of time. The metropolitan areas of Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, New York, and Boston were virtually paralyzed as snowfalls of 19 to 31 inches created 5 to 8-foot snowdrifts. In the mountains of western Virginia and West Virginia, nearly 4 feet of snow was common. The storm caused more than $500 million in damage, killed 60 people, and left the region paralyzed in a full five days after it ended. Two of the most notable blizzards are the Great Blizzard of 1888. More than 400 people in the Northeast died during the Great Blizzard, the worst death toll in the United States history for a winter storm. On March 11th and March 12th in 1888, this devastating nor'easter dumped 40 to 50 inches of snow in Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and New York. Huge snowdrifts buried houses and trains, and 200 ships sank in the waves whipped up by fierce winds. Another was the Great Blizzard of 1899. From Georgia to Maine, a punishing storm shut down the eastern seaboard beginning February 11th. The wintry weather brought record low temperatures, some of which still stand today, as well as record snowfall. The snow showers started in Florida and moved north, dropping 20 inches in Washington, D.C. in a single day, and a record 34 inches in New Jersey. A blizzard can shut down a city. Transportation can be impossible. People can be stuck in their homes for days. Electrical wires often go down because of the heavy wind and snow. This leaves people with no electricity. If you are caught outside in a blizzard, you risk frostbite and hypothermia. A blizzard can cause lots of property damage, such as roof cave-ins and windows breaking. Trees can fall on houses and cars. Blizzards can be the cause of a lot of car accidents. Cars can be stranded on highways for days. So, if your region ever gets under a blizzard warning, then you must take precautionary measures to protect yourself. A blizzard is another of Mother Nature's most powerful displays. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there's the bone-chilling reality of blizzards. Are you cold? I was.
by it's listening to that. It's cold outside. Yeah, it is very cold. What's the temperature now, Corey? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked. Oh, yeah, because... Let me bring uh, that up real fast. Yeah, we did the weather school, took a little break. Uh, it's probably like four right now. No, no, no. It's it's going up, actually. It's What? Yeah, it's 14.2. Wait. Okay, it did that the other day. Yeah. I wonder if, if the sensor is correct, because... I texted you and said, okay, now the temperature is going up, and then it went back down again. I don't know. Is that normal? Well, I guess it is, because if you look at our graph. Seems our, to be. Yeah, our weather station, it kind of does that. So, Okay, it's time for In Other News. Uh, I've got one little piece of tidbitage. What you got? I was in San Diego. Were you? And apparently, there was a ginormous... Underwater volcanic eruption near Tonga. Indeed. That sparked a tsunami warning. And the entire West Coast, from Alaska down to San Diego, where I was at, was under a tsunami advisory, not a warning, a tsunami advisory. So that means, yeah, we're going to look forward to it, probably do it. So apparently in Tonga, uh, they had a full-fledged tsunami, and it just basically did the you know the wave action and just kind of wiped out a lot, not a lot of Tonga, but... Uh, I heard a lot of people in Southern California actually hit the waves on their surf- surfboard. Did you hear that? <laughs> I heard that. I saw some pictures of it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. But, but, uh, but I wouldn't recommend it. No, and, and the thing about it is, now Hawaii, they reported they had a little surge, little mm-hmm. tidal surge. San Diego really didn't have. Is anything. there like a flag that they put on the beach or a, a alarm, a siren? You know, or something? I don't know. No, I think if there was a warning, I think there are sirens. Ah. Uh, but this was an like, advisory. I wondered if they put like signs on the beach that the beach was closed or. You know, the funny thing, Los Angeles. Uh, no, no, uh, La, La, Oh shoot, what is it? La, Laguna, Laguna Beach, Laguna Beach, actually closed the beaches because they were expecting a one to two foot. Rise in tide. Now, if you've ever been on the West Coast and looked at the Pacific Ocean coming in, <laughs> one to two scary. foot thing is really nothing. I mean, <laughs> and, and and I talked to some of the locals there that were watching it, and they said that really wasn't anything. I think it was more affected, and I say that in air quotes, more of Alaska because they were re- actually reporting I something. I saw a mm-hmm. video of people in Alaska that had like rivers that ran through their neighborhood that come off from the ocean. Yeah. And they're, I mean, it just slowly, their yard just becoming flooded. Okay, so they had an actual yeah. inundation then. Like, because one guy, he has a rock wall between his yard and the water, and he said the water is usually at least two feet, at least two feet, sometimes more, below that rock wall. Yeah. And he's videoing, and it just rising and rising, and it oh. and just comes up and floods his yard. Well, yeah, we didn't really have anything in San Diego. I kept watching it, and I, matter of fact, uh, I told my friend Marilyn and her business partner Joy, it's like, well, let, let's go and watch it, you know. So we went and had brunch on at a hotel that we could watch. Well, I texted you about, hey, you're under a tsunami. Advisory. Yeah, advisory. Yeah. Like, yeah, what a time to be in California. <laughs> So I, I mean, Perfect I was all time. excited. It's like <laughs> yeah. you know, I just want something out of here, which is weird. But um, and the USGS and the the people that gauge this stuff was, was saying it's kind of hard to tell because mostly the tsunami you get a, a, a tsunami when there's tectonic plate shifts where there's actual 
you know, there's shifting of the other of the earth. This was a volcano. So they were saying eh, they were not really sure, but they know something was generated because it was way underground. But it was a volcano. It wasn't necessarily a shift of anything. It was just a shock wave. And if you look at that, I think you posted it, didn't yeah, you, Corey? Yeah, a cool video. Yeah, th- this thing, it just... It just exploded on satellite. It's great satellite. You can just go to YouTube, or if you are not familiar with it, go to YouTube. Do it the uh, Tonga uh, volcanic explosion or something. You can see the shock waves go out. And so we had some underwater shock waves, uh, which kind of sparked that. So I'm not sure if anything happened on the surface. I don't know. Do you notice anything? Well, it definitely took out all communications. Of the from the island of Tonga, it's yeah. really hampering the recovery efforts over there. I've oh. seen video of just cars covered in ash. Have you seen that? It's pretty. Cool. I have not. Yeah, it's pretty cool. See, I didn't know after that. I did. I wasn't sure what happened. I, I saw the inundation, you know, and that's the thing with the. I looked at the San Diego NWS, and they were they had a special weather statement of tsunami uh, advisory, and they say you know in, inundation is not expected. And if if you go to the coast, you you can see it's there, there's like a big slope going down to the ocean and the beach. So Joy was saying, you know, if there, if there's a tsunami, it would have to come up quite a bit to like breach the, you know, because it goes down, it goes down and then out to the beach. So if it came up, it would have to come way up to get into land. But they've got the the, the sirens and stuff that they would have to do that. So. And uh, didn't you tell me something, Corey, about the pressure? What, what were you saying? It was so cool. Well, we had a pressure wave all across the globe, that basically. That was wild. If you had a weather station, it visibly brought your pressure down in a wave and then went right, right back up. It was really cool. Of course, there were two pressure waves. Oh, the, really? One came through it. Well, the big one came through it. It was 20... For 26 hours after the explosion. So it took a good 26 hours to come over here. Okay. Well, the, uh, and that was, uh, at 1249 at night, but we had two. That was the second one. The biggest one was the second pressure wave. Oh, wow. That showed up on our weather station. Okay. The earlier one came through that morning and it was the one directly from the volcano. It was moving. West to east from the Pacific Ocean. The secondary one that I recorded, I noticed an oddity because our station reported it before the Tulsa station. You know, I wondered that. And sure enough, that second wave was the wave from the other side of the explosion that no. came from east to west. You're not, are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. The second wave came from east to west. That would have been the other side wrapping all the way around the earth. Pretty cool, huh? That that would be going west, tra- traveling west. Yeah, and it came from the east. And it came from the east. Yeah, Correct. because I noticed that because the, the, the thing you sent me from the Oklahoma Mesonet was like, what, 1250 or something? And ours was 1242 or 45, Yeah, which was before that. And I was like, I wonder... That was bizarre. Yep. Pretty cool, though. I would have never thought that would have been. I would have had absolutely no idea. That we could no see that on our weather station. How no. cool. 
I love stuff like that. And I'm glad you showed me because I had I absolutely got tons of likes and shares on z- Facebook too. Yeah, I had zero idea if that was going on. All, all I saw was the tsunami advisory and yeah. stuff. Wow. So that was my little bit of excitement, which is part of the you know the title of the episode. Tsunami. Uh, didn't see a tsunami, but uh, apparently Alaska and Hawaii did, and Tonga was there. So. Anyway, you got anything else in another news? Well, just that weird uh, alert sent to our phones this week. Kind of oh, really? frightened so many people over in did Gotham you, did City. Did you get the alert in California? I don't know where I Gotham City is. Is that in Christian County or Ozark County? I, th- I think it's north of here. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 was going, it's I have weird. to say, there was a lot of people in Missouri uh, Googling Gotham City, Missouri. People who've lived here their entire lives was like, where's Gotham City? So yeah, so and so, I being one of them. <laughs> so Gotham City, yeah, because you texted me and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I didn't get it at first. So what? What actually happened? Oh, we got the emergency alert system on our phone, like it, an it Amber beeped. Alert kind of yeah. came across. But and it was it an said Gotham alert. City, and 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 we were on the lookout for the Joker. Apparently, That's... it said a purple and green car. It was a 1978 purple and green Chevy Dodge Dodge yeah. Dodge something. Uh, the, which what, is the, the lights, same car the, the Joker the Joker light, drove was, yeah. in the movie Batman in, 80, in 1989. What was that license plate like? You, you kid me? Oh yeah, gosh. So <laughs> yeah, so it was uh, fun. I'm gonna guess someone got in trouble for that. So they're saying. I think so. <laughs> they're saying that you know, and the same thing like in a hospital when we're learning to chart, when we're learning the charting systems, we make up fake patients. You know, we'll have Mickey Mouse oh, and Donald okay. Duck, and you know, we will have fake patients yeah, that for, you put in practice. the system sure. for practicing. So they they're saying that that was someone learning to type into the system, <laughs> and they accidentally sent it out as ins- a real <laughs> instead of it being an internal thing alert. Oh my it Lord. actually went out live. So Oops and Missouri Highway Patrol <laughs> posted to Facebook a little bit later apologizing, saying that it was fake or whatever. There was it was a training. It was not a real alert. If you have yeah. not read the comments, go read the comment. Go to Missouri Highway Patrol Facebook page and find that post and read the comments. It does not it's hilarious. disappoint. Oh my gosh, I was <laughs> rolling reading the comments. People were like, I went outside and was looking for the bat sign and like, I already packed my bags like Gotham City. I'm moving there. <laughs> well, Corey, you posted something on our pages like, we got tons of comments on Someone there. said like, this was an alert and they're like, yeah, it's exactly what the Joker would say. Oh. <laughs> well, are you looking for it now? Or now, I was just looking at some other uh, oh, interesting tidbits of information. Ooh, okay. We like tidbits. Uh, well, this past week, we had an unusually early severe weather outbreak hit the Missouri Ozarks back in 2008. Oh. Uh, January 8th, actually. Uh, oh. Numerous supercell thunderstorms spawned at least 33 tornadoes <clears throat> that damaged resulted in significant damages to homes, trees, and, and other power lines. Do you remember this? 2008. This is before Not we were really together. We didn't know each other till 2010. Right. Yeah, it was till 10. I, I do remember, like, January 7th was my dad's birthday, and there was tornadoes go through Battlefield. I'm wondering if that was the there year. There was an EF-0 in Hollister, right on the lake, Branson and Hollister. 
I do kind of remember that. I do that. remember that because we had some pictures. Asked, I yeah. remember have, pe- people were posting. saying, like, is this twisting? Oh, I do remember that. That was 2007 or 8. Jasper County didn't old. record any tornadoes that night. They got seven tornado warnings that night. Different tornado warnings. Now, that's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> but no tornadoes in Jasper County. No, they started in uh, McDonald, Barry, Lawrence, Green, Christian, almost I every radar scope, radar scope can go back and Stone, see that. Stone, I don't think, not that far. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty wild. wild night, actually. Kind of went right through Springfield. Huh. But January, tell you but what. But th- that proves that, yes, we can have severe weather in the wintertime. <laughs> sure. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what do you do, Shara? What are you doing over there? I just came across this meme. <laughs> it says the Weather Channel said dress for the mid seventies today. That is so old. So old. Oh, so old. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it's just funny that I came across a Weather Channel meme right when I right we're in the middle. Of right in the middle. Do of you the have pocket. any other uh, in other news? <laughs> Well, no, I don't. <laughs> well, I got a couple. Oh, one one oh, I should have goodness. brought up much earlier. Okay, I, please I, do. I feel like, yeah, I don't I, have it. I've been I, going I feel to San like Diego. I let down the, 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 the fan base for not bringing this one up earlier. Oh, okay, yes, But please. I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah, I'm going to bring it up a little later. Okay. This one I got to get out of the way because January 18th, 1973, there was an F3 tornado in Cory, Louisiana. Oh. Spelled the same way. Oh. C-O-R-E-Y. As my name. Nice. Cory, Louisiana. This tornado is... Uh, I've heard about it. I've never seen exactly where it happened. This tornado carried a baby 350 yards. The winds did. Oh my gosh. And it only received minor injuries. 350 <sighs> yards. Oh, that's a lot, actually. If you're a baby, Corey, Louisiana. Not La Corey. No. Oh, okay. Corey La. All right. Let me see if I can bring this uh, important information up here. Okay. Hey, while you're doing that, a La Nina year was actually 2007 to 2008 mm. and 2008 to 2009. So we did get some La Nina. That's probably it. So. Carry on. I'm on. I'm on top of it. No, I, I'm looking on uh, uh, Google on La Nina years, and uh, it looks like yeah, to yeah, 2007. Gosh, a, there was a lot there. Okay. All right, All we're right. going. Oh, this is big we're, stuff here. Oh, okay, important stuff. This Brace is yourself. stuff that that. Are you sitting down? No, this is just. It's, it's, Do we it's, need to scream? Is it is it frightening? It's, no, no, no. This, this is important we information oh, okay. that we need to discuss and we need to talk about. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. There's an invest. Are you kidding me? I didn't even check. Normally I, I check. I know. Oh, it's in the my Pacific. Gosh. It's in the Pacific. I'm, I'm sorry, what? An invest? Okay, an invest and is a tropical system under it has investigation. A, it has a oh, very... It's like, are we putting money in something? What? No. No, it has a very it has a very brief window in the next couple of days that it could reach tropical storm status, thirty percent. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Oh my lord! And if it we does, have an invest, and if it does come, become a tropical storm, it will be 
Agatha. Agatha. It could be. I mean, that's that's pretty early. January. That's pretty early, right? Even for Pacific. February would be early. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Now, you could, I mean, we had talked last tropical storm season that they were considering. No, wait, wait, wait. No, the, the, the Pacific, the tropical season starts May 15th, right? Two weeks earlier. And they're thinking about leveling that off for everybody. Apparently, but that's uh, eventually. May. This is May, May, January. May, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, oh my gosh, I'm looking at that right now. So a well-defined area of low pressure producing gale force winds is located more than 1,000 miles east-northeast of Hilo, Hawaii. Shower and thunderstorm activity has decreased a little during the past several hours, but environmental uh, conditions appear to be only marginally favorable for additional development. Now, with that said... We still have an area of circulation in the tropics. It's January. In January. Oh, my gosh. Well, maybe I need uh, subsequent podcasts. I'm going to need to start checking the uh, The winds are 40 miles per hour right now. Forty. What is it? 45 is this tropical storm, right? Yeah, 45. That's 39. Wait. 30, yeah, 30, yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. So, wait, 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 wait. The winds are 40 right now? That's what it says. Okay, that doesn't make sense because if it's 40, it should be a tropical storm. You would think. But it's not necessarily... I don't know. The pressure is 1,008 millibars. Yeah, wait, that's not very low. No. Wow. So here we are. I know this is really professional because we're, you know, looking at stuff. But we want to bring you the latest information. That's why we're doing this on here. So anyway, wow, we have an invest. Invest is short for investigation, like a tropical or, or, or yeah, a tropical system investigate. They're investigating it. So invest. Everything is like, what is it? Uh, abbreviated in weather anyway. Yeah. Wow. That's about the most interesting in other news for January I've heard there so you far. There you go. Is that all you got? Yep. Okay. Well, it's time for the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun facts. And she recorded me this time. But I won't hear the music. Well, it's I, over our headphones. Yeah, I know. But if you send me the, the thing, I can yeah, superimpose we'll the music, music on it. Yeah, okay. It's like, it'll yeah. just be a silent video. Yeah. You are not <laughs> going to post that because I'm an idiot <laughs> um, when I do. Absolutely. I'm and post yeah, that. I didn't think so. Is that a, your TikTok thing you or dance, whatever? dance, I post. Okay, there you go. <laughs> anyway, it's time for the next segment, which is in. <laughs> no, uh, Shara's Fun Fact. I don't have my thing in front of me. Uh, yeah, Shara's Fun Fact. So, Shara, what you got for this week? I tried to find some more winter, snowy, icy fun facts. Ooh, okay. Since we're still in the midst of January and snow and ice. Yes, with tropical storms. Um, You wouldn't be shocked to see snow on the ground of Siberia or Minnesota when traveling to those places during the winter months. But northern areas don't have a monopoly on snowfall. The white stuff has been known to touch down everywhere from the Sahara Desert to Hawaii. Ooh, even the driest place on Earth isn't immune. In 2011, the Atacama Desert in Chile received nearly 32 inches of snow. Oh, my gosh. 32 inches of snow. That's a thanks lot. Thanks to a rare cold front from Antarctica. 
Well, you know, it's kind of cold down there in Antarctica. I mean, yeah, right, but like not in Hawaii and Sahara no. Desert. <laughs> no. Imagine the desert getting snow. Exactly. Um, a little water can add up to a lot of snow. And I've done this one before, but it seemed fitting for this week. Okay. The air doesn't need to be super moist to produce impressive amounts of snow. Unlike plain rainfall, a bank of fluffy snow contains lots of air that adds to its bulk. That's why what would have been an inch of rain in the summer can equal to about 10 inches of snow in the colder months. Wow. We were talking about that in the A block. Yeah. Inch of rain, 10 inches of snow. Yeah. I wonder what that's Are called. Are you checking my sources? Honey? No. No, I'm just trying to figure out what, no, what I'm that's called. No, I'm watching Corey looking over here at my sources. Uh, he, he's, he's, can I do one? 45 years ago. It ties into that. 40, Sorry, 45 years side? ago, which is when I was born. One to three inches fell in southwest Florida towards West Palm Beach and Miami. Wait a minute. Southwest? Florida. Florida. Southwest Florida. That ain't right. So the southernmost Florida. That ain't right. And they also had flurries. This happened January 19th, 1977. Is that the last time they had snow? It is. It was the first. (laughs) first, This was the first and last time they recorded snow in this area. Wow. Uh, they also had flurries in the Bahamas. Ooh! What? January 19th, 1977. Wait, wait a minute. Ooh. Wow. 45 years ago yesterday. Corey and I went to the Bahamas in the year 2000, and there was 16 inches of snow on the ground in Joplin, Missouri when we left. Oh, in Joplin. I was going to say, the Bahamas, we, what? No, no, no. When okay. we left for the Bahamas, and it was 95 in the Bahamas. So for them to get snow, crazy. crazy. That's a that's wild. They wouldn't know what to do. No, it's like Texas that year. They got all that snow and the whole highways and everything shut down because <laughs> they didn't know what to do. Oh, I know. They don't know how to do it exactly. All right. Every winter at a research station in the South Pole, fifty people are left totally isolated for eight months. An annual tradition for the personnel is the back-to-back watching of the three The Thing films after the last plane has <laughs> left for the winter. Oh my gosh. Eight months there just abandoned in the South Pole. Wow. I mean, it looks like a really nice research center, and I'm sure it has all the amenities, but... I've seen pictures, yeah. Eight months? That, no, that's a long time. This may be my coolest fact ever. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Ever. Did you know that you can walk from the U.S. to Russia? No. In the right in well, climate in the winter. Well, yeah, that's how that's how Native did. Americans got here way before time started. The, the Bering which that Strait. Is cool. I'm probably the saying Strait. this the wrong. Strait. I'm probably saying this wrong. The Big Diomede. Diomede. Is a 29 square kilometer island that is a part of Russia. The Little Diomede is a 7.2 square kilometer island that's part of Alaska. Oh. Okay. Those islands are only two and a half miles apart. Okay. Which means that in the winter, when that water freezes, you can literally walk from the United States to Russia in only 20 minutes. That's wild. Okay, but it gets better. That's Uh-oh. where Sarah Palin lives, right? She could just see Russia from her house. Yeah. That's it gets better. 
to make matters even crazier, the Big Island is 21 hours ahead, time-wise, of the Little Island. Oh, that's so, yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes, you literally walk into the next day. <laughs> If you were to walk from the United States to Russia, you'd literally be walking into the next day. This is why they call the Little Island Yesterday Land and the Big Island Tomorrow Land. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. I mean, I think I need to try this in my lifetime. I think that's really cool. But if you're walking into Russia, do you need to have like a visa or, you know, at least, I don't know. I don't think I want to walk into Russia. Okay, but however... People that are wanting to do this, you know, if you're going to like book a trip, planning to travel to Russia on foot, will be disappointed to know that the water between the two islands has not frozen since 2012. I wonder why. Due to (gasps) something that supposedly doesn't exist, this thing called climate change. Yes. I bet they've seen an increase in lightning, too. That's true. Last year, that was so a cool So apparently, though, thing, it yeah. used to freeze over every year. That would, yeah, that like, makes sense. Like, it used to freeze over every year. 2012 is the last year it froze over completely to where you could walk across. It still freezes, wow. but yeah, not but enough not, that you can walk yeah, across can it. Come back and they wow. say you can still see water. That's so, cool. Do you have to have a passport, though? Climate change. Which, my passport expired Yesterday, I, I looked at it in my side table. Today, I opened it up. It expired Aww. yesterday. I have to go get a new one now. But no, you're but you're fine as long as it's less than ten years old. But then you, you s- can get you just get a no, new one. No, it's it expired. It's ten years old. That was a, as of that, yesterday. No, no, I mean after that. See, mine expired like in 1990. Huh? And that's like no, I have to completely do a new one. So no. we can just update ours. Yeah. Like, we can go get a new picture, and they'll send us an updated one. But we yeah. still have to pay for it. Well, you still have to pay for it. But and it's still full price, like getting a new visa or a new passport. Yeah, I mean, I mean check them because, yeah, because the, I was trying to use mine to get my TSA pre-checked. And they're like, oh, that's way out of date. But, yeah, if, if it's like in a certain, after it's expired, if you're like five years or oh, something. Oh, like your license or something. You got like 30 days. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a grace period. Then you, you can do it. So, yeah. Because we got ours. I have no reason to get one. We got ours in me. February. Well, we went and got them in January of 2012. Because we were going on a cruise. Oh. And here's the thing. Okay, we've always traveled on cruises with our birth certificate. Because you don't have to have a passport. Oh, right, right, right. right. You've, we've just always used our birth certificate, and we've always taken the kids with us. That was our very first cruise that we did not take any children. We had three kids at the time, and yeah. we were going to be gone on a seven-day cruise. And our fear was, with a birth certificate, the issue is, if something happens when you're in another country you cannot fly you can only leave from a port of america and return to a port of america with a birth certificate with your birth certificate yeah so if something were to happen to the kids they were to got sick or hurt something major had happened while we were down in the caribbean we would not have been able to fly home on the birth so that was the first time after many cruises that we actually got a passport Wow. And so, God, that was 10 years ago. Was 2012, it? we went. We were gone over Valentine's Day. Wow. On a seven-day cruise. It was free, too. Completely free, thanks wow. to his job. Oh, that's so sweet. We went on a seven-day cruise. Actually, it was my former job that paid for it. 
not my current job. Do they no, know that? No, not his current job. It's no, just job at the that? time. <laughs> yes, his job at the time paid for it. Stormed our weather paid for it? What? No, his oh. job in 2012. Ah. Did not pay for it. My previous job paid for oh, it. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's a funny story. Yeah. You work a lot. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, KSN so, TV and Joplin. Okay, he that. worked. Oh, that's here's right. the thing. He worked for Yakov in 2012. Right, right. 2011 is actually when we we got it. Right, 2012. But they were running a special. Like if you bought so much advertising from his previous employer, KSN TV mm. and Joplin, then you sounds like a conflict of interest to me. You bought <laughs> you bought some kind of advertising package, and they. Would give you. I had to buy twenty five thousand dollars worth of advertising for Yakov yes. to get a free cruise from KSN, and but I it did wasn't it. a cruise. So. It wasn't supposed <laughs> they to give you a free cruise. It wasn't supposed to be That's a cruise. Great. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be a cruise. It was supposed to be so many days at an all inclusive resort or something. And okay. I don't. I don't. Re- that was when Mexico got really scary. That was when they were telling people. Do I, not. I would rather done a cruise anyway. It was fun. Well, I mean, but we, we, were, funny. we were excited to go. Yakov, I mean, okay, take it. Yakov can do whatever he wants, right? Oh yeah. So he oh, told yeah. Corey, he's like, yeah, whatever, you do it. You, you know, you take it. Or he didn't know about it. Maybe. One of those two. Yeah. Knows? Okay. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I was excited to go on an all-inclusive resort, fly down oh, there, my be gosh. gone. But. In the last moments, it was kind of that time of period where they were saying, do not travel to Mexico. It's not safe. Okay. And so instead, they let us book a cruise. Gotcha. We had a balcony room. We went seven days. Ooh, Grand Cayman. Rode horseback Jamaica. in the ocean. <sighs> wow. Now I want to be in Jamaica again. Yeah. Well, it's probably warmer. Grand Cayman is better. Grand Cayman. I like Grand Cayman. Oh my Cayman. gosh! If I yeah. could live there, like I totally would move there. Well, see, I, I went to Jamaica with our little cruise, and I think I ticked off a native. Oh, Jamaica's not fun. Jamaica was scary. There was too many. Machine I was fine guns. until I told they were trying to sell me something. And I was like, no, I don't want to. And then they got mad. Jamaica like, was way no! too many, way too many people walking the streets carrying large artillery for my country. That was the yeah. army. No, there were yeah, teachers. Yeah, no, Grand Cayman was awesome. No, there were teachers yeah. that had large guns. The gas prices weren't so cool there. Back. Well, you like know. 10 bucks a gallon. Yeah, but, but you didn't no have a tax- car. <laughs> 10 bucks for a gallon Are you talking milk? Grand Cayman? No, yeah. that was Grand Cayman. There's no taxes, right. though. Yeah. You get your check. If you make $15 an hour, you get that full amount. They don't take taxes out. I'm going to move down there. So, I mean, See ya. $10 Bye. a gallon of milk, but you had no taxes taken out of your check. <sighs> wow. And a gas, you know, a tank of gas, the, the whole island is 11 miles by two miles. Yeah, it's like you can walk it. So a you, tank of gas lasts you weeks. Why would you Most even people need, walk. Most yeah, people yeah. don't drive. Exactly. But everything has to be imported because they're, they they're have such nothing. a tiny... They have nothing. So. <laughs> well, they're a tourist island. I mean, that that's and where they that's make the revenue. that's why they don't have to charge their people taxes because they tax those ships coming in and then their locals do not have to pay taxes. Exactly. And the anyway. weather is beautiful down there. And it, most locals are American. I know. Isn't that wild? Yeah. They're Americans that have moved there. And I mean... They they're, got smart. They're, <laughs> they're, they're they also have tons of banks. Yeah, that's true. That's where everybody sends <laughs> their money, to the Cayman I mean, Islands. tons of banks. That's all they were, yeah. was banks. But there were some uh, hospitals, clinics, little small clinics near the ship. And it was like they had signs out posting... That they were hiring, and it was it was tempting. It's like, hmm. We're not going back to Branson. You know, I could just. Yeah, really. I'll I'm be like, a taxi driver, and you can be a nurse. Like, I could yeah, just right. go in here and apply. Oh, and, that's right. You could be a nurse. And like, be... I could just apply here and get 
great Cayman and we don't have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we'll be so rich we can just fly our family out whenever they want anyway. And me, because I need to storm door out there. So, anyway, so. Dreams. <sighs> dreams, yes. Dreams are All good. All right, where were we? Yeah, uh, wait, it's your fun. Is it time for your fun fact? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. There is a frog, a type of frog, not one particular frog, a type of frog which lets itself completely freeze into a frog sickle every winter. <laughs> its heart stills, blood stops flowing, and its eyes go white because the lenses freeze over. In the summer, this very frog thaws and hops away. Good as new. It's like he hibernated. But if you find That's him, wild. if you find him, you're gonna think he's dead. <laughs> you're well, gonna duh. like throw him away. He's gonna wake up in a weird place and be like, "What happened? Uh, where am I? I was fine. <laughs> I was chasing this bug, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm in the, buried in the dirt. I, I'm in the Grand Cayman. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I think this is my last one. Okay, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. The Mall of America. We all know what the Mall of America is. Jeff Bezos, Minnesota, yeah. Oh, has wait. no central heating system. Now think about this. Minnesota is right. very cold. All the heat is generated by people. Right. Lighting and skylights. That would make sense. They literally don't have central heat, though. In Minnesota? I, I understand the concept because that's the kind of the way it works in these theaters. You get... You know, a, a fifteen hundred people well, in theaters a theaters are freezing. Well, well, yeah, they that's because they turn the air conditioner on. They even have to run the air conditioner during the cold winter months just to keep them all comfortable. Just open the door. No, 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 no. What? So in I fact, just open the door. What? In fact, no matter how inhumanely cold it is in Minnesota at the time. The mall stays at a hospitable 70 degrees, virtually round the clock, year-round. I'm good. It's been that way since Bloomington Shopping Center opened in 1992. Wow. So people, skylights. Skylights, people, and lighting. And, and, oh, just the lighting. Just the lights, the heat from the lights. Stays I bet the new LED lights ain't going to help. Stays a comfortable <laughs> 70 degrees year-round. It's kind of like a... That shocked me, because I'm like, you know, if you had a mall in Texas, okay, but... Right. A mall in Minnesota that doesn't have well, central heat? But that's what, that's what I was thinking, like the theaters here. But, I mean, I know some of the theaters here, they run the air conditioning because they run their chillers. It's like, you it's know, but you get 1,500 people in a... A space. You're going to generate some heat. Yeah. That's yeah, just yeah, yeah. going to happen. But there's a skylights. Like they have That's the Mall of America. Has, but I mean, you wouldn't think, you would think those skylights would make it colder. No. Like on a cold day here, when we open our blinds and, and open everything, it gets colder in the house. You have not, to shut not, the blinds to keep the warmth in. Not in my house. In our house, if we open the blinds, it's going to get colder. It's going to let some cold air in those windows, and you're going to No, have... seriously, not me. I, I open the blinds, uh, uh, the curtains in my... Uh, I'm facing the south in the wintertime. My living room heats up like a banshee. I don't know what a banshee is, but it heats I've up. I've heard of screaming like a banshee, but yeah. not no, heating he, like he, a banshee. Okay, it heats up like an oven. There you go, <laughs> oven. I mean, not dramatically, but no, uh, we're, that's wild. We're kind of tucked down under a, a small hill, and there's no sun that directly. Well, that's the problem. You don't. You don't have our any windows, sun. but even still, I mean, in the morning, if I turn the heat on, it gets warm in our house fast. But if I 
we have outgoing to our sliding glass doors. Okay. If we open those blinds going to the sliding glass doors, it's going to get cold in there. Which is faced which way? Corey? Well, not so much our, the north. Our glass doors? Yeah. Well, she's saying the sliding the west. glass yeah, it's not oh, the north. Oh, well, west. They're not sa- see, mine's at the south. The that's sun the does sun. not directly hit our house until like right, four or right. five o'clock in the afternoon. It, right, exactly. It's later in the afternoon to the before west. the sun gets to yeah, us. Yeah, mine's to the south, which but, that's where the sun's coming. I mean, I don't know. I just found that interesting because I'm thinking, it's Minnesota. It's I know. It's cold there. It's, oh, no, it's re- yeah, like it's Like in the last couple of days, <laughs> just to be, it was negative like 40, negative 40 in Minnesota. Which is, on the Celsius scale, what is that temperature? Dang cold. <laughs> That's a good answer. Too flipping cold to be outside. <laughs> no, if it's negative 40 Fahrenheit, what's the centigrade temperature? I don't know. I'd, I'd have to do the math. I have a weird wave showing up on I mean, the weather slightly station. slightly higher, but or lower. It's going to be even slip like 60, 70. It's, it's, oh, the, it's same. the same. It's the same. Oh, That's what, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Gotcha, see, gotcha, see gotcha. When, my, when my hands go like this, yeah, that means the I same. I, I'm I trying understand. to give Shara the... I'm thinking body temperature, and I'm thinking yeah. like we want your body temperature to be 98, but 37 Celsius. No. I got a weird I'm wave showing up. I got, a, I got a break in oh. here. I got a weird wave. Got a weird wave showing up on the weather station. Ooh, wave. Oh, what? This like happened at 11:55 last night. Yeah, not today. We had some some very cool temperatures down to 72 degrees, but 72. Come, I think it was a lot colder come than midnight, the temperature just spiked at what? Randy's house indoors. Oh, you're looking at my in- <laughs> indoors. You know why? Because Randy got home and turned his heat up. To well, 76 yeah. degrees. Oh, God, Tori. Yeah, so when I left, I turned the temperature down. When I got home, it's like, I'm cold. Let's turn the temperature down. But then it moderated out to about 74 for the rest of the night. Right. <laughs> I, I think see that Corey's spike on I, was I know I see it. It's like, what happened? Is there a fire? <laughs> Oh, wait, no, it's, it came back down, so Randy must have put it out. Who knows? Oh, my gosh. Well, well in, <laughs> in lieu of going, <laughs> going off the rails. But, what, what? I mean, okay, so the person that I follow in Minnesota. Yeah, we got to get her before, on the thing. Yeah. So she, they had a delayed school day today. A delayed school day. It was so cool. Day. Okay, so up in Minnesota, they don't cancel school, but they will delay it for super, super cold. Okay. So they didn't start, the buses didn't round until like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. They had a delayed start because it was so cold. Oh, and okay. And she was standing outside making a video, and she said it was like negative 38 at That's that like moment. That's like Stuart temperatures. Like, literally, <laughs> her eyebrows were freezing, just her standing out there, and she her lips were starting, like, she couldn't talk. She's like, I gotta go in because my lips... <laughs> Like, she couldn't even finish talking. Oh, please. We've got to get her on the it podcast. It was so cold. And to remind you, this is a person that has lived in Texas her whole life. <laughs> so this is not someone that's used to Minnesota weather. No, seriously. Talk to her. Maybe we could, like, hook her up and do a Totally. Do, do, do we a need thing. to do a phone call. I'll try. I'll see what I can do. Just, just see what to see. Because you said she wants to, right? She commented, but she's getting pretty popular, so... Yeah. Well, she needs to be on the Storm Door Weather podcast because she's, that's what She went outside and froze her hair and oh, froze jeans, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Negative 30. Like, I, I, can't I can't even imagine walking out to that for even a couple of minutes. Hey, when it was negative 15, I was like, I ain't going outside. 15. I, I just, yeah. 
I don't know. Hopefully, we, well, I don't see that on the, the, the horizon, so let's hope not. So, All right, it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. And it's time for the Stormdrow Weather, Weather Word of the Week. And Shara, what is this week's weather word? It's the shortest definition I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty easy. All right, so using my nursing skills, I'm going to sound this out the way. It a is. nursing word would it be is. isotac. Yep. Yes. The word this week is isotac. So what is an isotac? A line of constant wind speed. Right. So... Tack for you Means is fast, right? Like tachycardia would mean a right fast heart rate. I like tachycardia. No, that's not a good thing. <laughs> no, no, I mean I like the word tachycardia. Oh, okay. like, no, no, tachycardia. You don't want tachycardia. <laughs> yeah, but a tack in weather is wind speed. When you when you have a tack, or I think what is this, Corey? When you have uh, the tachometer. In in the the your car, I have a tachometer which shows how fast the engine is going. True, we do. There's a tachometer. It's called a tachometer. T a c h. So some somewhere tach means speed it, somewhere in the Latin probably. Yeah, and do do we remember what ISO means? Anybody share share? Do you know? Huh? Share ISO ISO. We've covered this for months and months and I months. I do, and months. but <laughs> ISO means equal. I sort of say in in nursing terms, when something is isotonic, yeah, it means this level is equal to this level. Like equal, if, right? If you give someone an isotonic fluid, there's equal amounts of this and equal amounts of this in that fluid. That makes sense. That makes total sense. Okay. It's equal, right? So when you have an isotonic, like if you want to give somebody a hypertonic fluid or a so it's, it's hypertonic, but if you iso if you want to level them out, you give them an isotonic fluid. Yeah. So isotac would be wind. Isotherm would be temperature. Isobar would be barometric pressure. And there's there's tons of isos out there. But iso just basically when you look at a map, it's just a line of equal. Wind speed. So there you go. Corey, you're looking really intense over there. I'm just uh, checking out the latest temperature. It's still 14 degrees outside. Oh, it's warm. Heat wave. Are you it kidding me? It is warm. <laughs> I can see them like, I mean, we're supposed to have school tomorrow, but honestly, I could see schools canceling just well. I mean, for the cold. But but that's yeah that's kind of unusual to I mean I, now I think they canceled when it was like negative thirteen didn't because, they well nobody had power they remember had to do how that. many kids are going to go stand at the bus stop right you don't want that in, because you got wind in chill and teens you got, and single oh, yeah. digits that's too and then a lot of kids they'll keep them in they won't let them go out to recess if it's below freezing so if it's below thirty two they don't go to recess oh. It'll warm up tomorrow a little bit more than it did today. I thought it was supposed Just to get colder and colder. No, 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 no. It's it's we're gonna tomorrow's gonna be a little warmer, and then it's gonna be a lot warmer on what's today Thursday on Saturday, and then a lot warmer on Sunday, and then another cold front Tack comes through. Is any device for measuring speed? Wow, I gotta give you some of that. Shara used her phone and I looked Googled. up stuff. She Googled. Shara Googled. That's so smart. Yay! <laughs> I know how to spell things into Google. 
Well, that's the nurse thing. So. I'll tell you what, our grid forecast, even though most people won't be listening to us tonight, right? our grid forecast, you know, about the coldest temperature of the season so far, maybe of all seasons. What's it say now? Six. Oh, it's going down. Yeah. Well, that's, you know. The clear. Yeah. Just so you know, clear it's not Latin, it's Greek. Oh, it is Greek? The Greek root tack means speed. Ah. You're so smart. Now you all are well-formed. We are edumacated. Share edumacated. I do my best to edumacate. Yeah, and Corey was just telling us. I mean, now it's, it was like eight, I think, before. But you get those clear sky. If it's skies are clear and you have little or no wind, that heat is just going to escape. The current observation from the Branson Airport states that there are a few clouds, and I didn't see any on the way over here. A few clouds? I'm going to mm-hmm. go take a gander at that here pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, well, you know. It, I don't buy it. We're about ready to, you know. Wrap this up. Pinch this off. So I'm not sure, but uh, anyway, fun podcast. I got back. I uh, from San Diego, so we we covered tsunami and more cold. I mean, that's a we had that, all kinds of weather while you were gone. I know, and that's why I told Corey. It's like as soon as I leave, stuff's gonna start happening. Like yeah, I did exactly. what a month or so or two ago, whatever. When I left, and then there, there was this tornado that was almost hit Branson. You were in the cave, and I was on the airplane. It's like you know, but now I'm going to be here, so you can go in your cave, and I'll cover it. Good deal. All right. So before we end this, Corey, you got anything else to add? I don't. You, I do not. You do not, Shara. Are you are you wrapped up over there? I'm all out of info. Uh, oh, you're drained. You're drained for the day. I've all given right. you all the fun facts I can give you for the day. <laughs> for the day and the next week. And the week. And the week. <laughs> all right. Well, it's time to wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Podcast.